0: welcome once again back to the cedar grove church podcast we thank you guys as always for taking the time to listen to support to write a review to give us a is it five stars four star top star rating on uh, your podcast uh, provider of choice i tend to listen to itunes for my podcasts And I know there you can rate and write a review to give us feedback. So please do that. So guys, you are in store for a treat. Today's sermon is titled, Stop Now, It's Praying Time. And this is uh, being shared by Minister Will Lambert, one of our awesome ministers at uh, Cedar Grove Church. And we know that you will enjoy. Thank you, guys.
1: Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord this morning. Not because of what he did, but because of who he is. I don't know what he is to you this morning. Hallelujah. But he's my everything. He is my all in all. Yeah. I would not be standing here this morning if he had not walked me this morning. Started me on my way. Y'all, excuse me. I had prepared myself all week long for the last couple of weeks and, um, My voice has been leaving me, and I don't know. I don't think I've been screaming at anybody uh, as of late. And up until about five minutes ago, I thought I was really ready. Amen. Then my phone rang. Hallelujah. And uh, come to find out that uh, a very close dear friend of mine, As a matter of fact, he's my mother's brother. Amen. Um, Had a heart attack on yesterday and had surgery on yesterday. But we're we're, we're blessing the Lord. He's he's a minister. He's an elder uh, in Alabama. But even in this, we're blessing the Lord this morning. Amen. You know, though he had a heart attack, hallelujah, he's still alive. Amen. And as long as he's got breath in his body, <laughs> hallelujah, I know he's going to be all right. Amen. Because when you're in the hands of the potter, <laughs> He can fix, hallelujah, whatever is broken. Amen, if you just put it in his hands. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many of you know that he's a hard fixer and a mind regulator? So even in this, we are rejoicing. Because our God is a good God. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Hallelujah. I feel better already. Amen. Amen. When your soul is heavy. Amen. Amen. There's nothing like confessing. There's nothing like talking to people of like mind and like spirit. Amen. To lift your spirits in the midst of trouble amen amen I will lift my eyes to the heel Hey from which cometh my help. I know that all my help I ain't mean to go here this morning I know it's hot I, I know it's hot but I, I came on purpose this morning amen amen and and now I got I got more reason hey to give him praise this morning all my help comes from the lord amen 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 i know it's hot amen i'm gonna do my best according to the will of god to say what he tells me to say not what i want to say but what he's told me to say and get you, get you nice folks out of here, amen, at a decent time, amen. I, don't, I want to thank you guys for ministering today, amen, amen, amen. amen. We, always, we always try to look for confirmation in what we're doing. That way we know that we are aligned, amen, with the will of God. Amen, and that's important. That's important because uh, not uh, not in our ways, but in the ways of the Lord. Amen. Must we do all things? Amen. 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 Thank you for that. We are ready, so that we can uh, hear what does say the Lord. Amen. Whew is so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word just to rest upon his promise. Hallelujah. Just to know the said the Lord. Come on, say that. Tis so sweet Hmm. to trust in Jesus. Just to take him at His word, just to rest, Hallelujah, upon His promise, just to know, the say the Lord. Jesus, oh, for grace to trust him more, that's enough, that's enough, hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, (laughs) how I trust him, how I prove Jesus precious Jesus oh for grace oh for grace oh for grace (laughs) to trust Open your Bibles with me to the 144 Psalms, 141, I'm sorry, 141, amen, amen, 141, verses 1 and 2, Hold, hold that spot, and Philippians chapter 4. Verses 6 and 7. Amen. Psalms 141, 1 and 2, and Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Amen. Amen. If you're able, you will stand to your feet in reverence to an almighty God. Amen. Amen. If you haven't, say, I got it. This is the reading of God's word. Lord, I cry out to you. Amen. Make haste to me. Give ear to my voice when I cry out to you. Let my prayer be set before you as incense. The lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4, 6 and 7. It reads, Be anxious for nothing. <laughs> Hallelujah. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, hallelujah, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of an almighty God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't want to hold this mic today, but I might have to. Amen. Amen. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. Amen. Just for a brief moment, we want to talk from the subject, stop now. It's praying time. (laughs) Stop now. It's praying time. Amen. 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 So let me go ahead this morning as I begin uh, this sermonic presentation. I want to put the church on notice this morning that I feel like praising God. Amen. I want to make a public announcement to the audience in this sanctuary and let you know that I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I want to... I put. Well, I woke up this morning, I put my foot on the floor. And I realized in taking just that little step that all of my life, God has been blessing me. Hallelujah. And when, when, when you and I look back over our lives, even up to the present point in time, on this, the Lord's Day, we can readily testify that it was by the grace of God that we have come a mighty long way. Many of us here this morning know beyond the shadow of a doubt that down through the years, the Lord has been good to us. Every time we turn around, the Lord keeps right on blessing us. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is why prayer is necessary. It is needed. It is nourishing. And it is nostalgic. Uh, we don't pray like we used to. Uh, uh, prayer, prayer today gets neglected, it gets numb, it has become non essential. And it gets nonchalant when things are going well. Can I get a witness here? But when we get into trouble and life turns on us, then we want to shake off the dust of our prayers that we have not prayed in a while, in quite a while. And if we do not practice prayer, it is rendered powerless. Prayer is not, some, uh, uh, not some known, uh, uh, something with a meaningless activity. Some of us will never know if we have heard from God because we pray vaguely. And our prayer has no power. You get out of, you get out of prayer what you put in. And God responds to prayer in the same manner in which you send it. If you have not experienced answered prayer the way you thought you should have been, then you need to only look at your prayer life and your relationship with the Father on a regular basis. God is not looking for part-time lovers. He is looking for those who want to actively participate in a relationship that involves commitment all the time. And not just some of the time. And we find in Psalms 141 one forty one is a prayer for safekeeping from those that would do David harm. It is a prayer for peace from the onslaught of the enemy. The enemy is on David's trail and whatever your enemy is this morning. Or whoever your enemy is this morning, you combat it with fervent prayer, a fervent prayer life. Prayer is the ultimate weapon in the battle against the enemy. Prayer is how we fight our battles. Some of us here are experiencing a season of stress and a period of suffering, a time of tribulation, or upheaval in your life, and you never thought you would be where you are right now. You thought that you would be further along, or the situation would be over by now, and you feel crushed. And it seems like everything is closing in on you. You find yourself between a rock and a hard place. And all you can do right now is pray. One or two of us in here today can readily testify that sometimes when we try to pray, we don't even have the right words to say. Have you ever been there? Uh, you try to get out, get it out, but you just don't have the words because the situation is so intense that you struggle to frame the words in your mind because the pressure that God has brought your way is to draw you into a closer, relationship with him. Hallelujah. Prayer is a child's petition to an all-wise, all-powerful, and an all-loving father. Right prayer, yeah, begins with worship. Right prayer puts the interests of the kingdom before your personal interest. Right prayer accepts beforehand the Father's will whether to grant or withhold the answer. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 11, verse 1, the disciples ask Jesus directly to teach them something. Hallelujah. It is the only place in the Bible that the disciples ask Jesus to teach them something. It is important to note that They did not ask Jesus to teach them how to pray. They asked teach us to pray. They did not ask for technique. Hallelujah. They did not ask him to teach them the technique of prayer. They were interested in truth. Amen. Because you can know how to pray and never pray. (laughs) Anybody in here know how to pray? But you haven't taken time out for the Lord, hallelujah, to to pray to him in your relationship. You can know how to do something and never get to it. I I, I know how to cook. Mm -hmm. I know how to lose weight. I know how to wash dishes. I know how to fold laundry. I know how to behave. Amen. Prayer is not a technique or, or, or listening to how someone else prays and then try to pray like that. That's a technique. But that's not the truth of prayer. Well, what is the truth that they are seeking after? Here it is. Get your pencil and paper ready. This is the big reveal. Amen. If you get this. It'll change your life, hallelujah. Somebody is about to go to a new level in their faith right about now. Here is the truth about prayer. God answers prayer. (laughs) Hallelujah. God answers prayer. Amen. Can I get a witness here? You don't have to be a Bible scholar. You don't have to be the chairman of the deacon board. You don't have to be the president of the choir. When you pray, pray right. You will come back with a testimony and know that God answers prayer. Amen. Then ask Jesus, they ask Jesus to teach them to do the hardest thing it is for the Christian to do. And that is to get on your knees and pray. You may, you, you may be the best usher. You may be the best mother of the church. You may be the best vocalist, but it takes a real serious child of God to pray right. Uh, I'm not talking about the nice bedtime prayer. Now I lay me down to sleep. Uh, I'm talking about prayer. I'm talking about one, praying until something happens. Hallelujah. Pray until the door is open. Pray until a child gets delivered from prison. Pray until your spouse gets off of drugs. Pray until your marriage gets reconciled. Pray until your health is restored. Pray until God answers and opens the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. A woman was in labor with her first baby. And was experiencing much pain and anguish. This is a nat- this is natural for being in labor. The problem was that the pain wasn't producing a delivery. The idea is that the more the pain comes and the closer the distance between the pain the closer you are to delivery. But this woman was having serious increased pain with no birth. Hallelujah. She was experiencing increased pain with no deliverance taking place. The doctor came in to examine the situation and told the woman and her husband that the baby's head was in the wrong position. (laughs) The baby's head was pointed up. Hallelujah. Delivery of the baby is always easier with the head, what? Facing down. When the baby's head is in the wrong position, there's a lot of pain with no delivery. Come on, let me, let me see if I can help you, Help that makes sense this morning. Many Christians are experiencing a lot of pain today, but no delivery. Huh. We're not seeing a birth. We're not seeing new life. We're not seeing a change, but we're in a lot of pain. Sometimes when you pray, it can be painful. Sometimes when you pray, yeah, when you pray, it can be terrible. When you pray, it can be hard. And even sometimes when you pray, it's not pretty. And it may even get noisy. But you keep on praying and you keep on pushing. Keep on praying, keep on pushing. Keep on praying, keep on pushing. Because when the baby comes, (laughs) have mercy, when the answer comes, there will be joy, there will be happiness. There will be deliverance. Can I get a witness here? If you pray and you pray right, God will answer prayer. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Prayer for the believer must be a priority. You don't pray when you can't think of anything else to do. Sounds like some of us. Prayer is the first thing you ought to do. All of us have a spare tire in our car just in case there's a flat tire or a slow leak. Most of, uh, most of the time, we don't even think about it until something goes wrong. Many of us may not even know where the spare is located or how to gain access to it. But when something goes wrong, we go to the trunk and get out the spare tire to help us to get out of a bad situation. For most of us, prayer is like that. It's a spare tire. It's just in case. It's easy to forget about it until you really need it to get you out of a jail. It's something you are glad to have when you're caught in a dilemma you can't fix on your own. Uh, When life gets a flat, then you think about praying. Our relationship with God should include ongoing and daily conversation. God uh, God may have you where you are right now to strengthen and to deepen your prayer life. When trouble comes, when life's difficulties arise, God knows how to get a strong prayer out of you. And once prayer becomes a priority in your life, it also becomes a habit. When prayer becomes a habit, you'll find yourself walking and talking in prayer. Uh, You'll be driving down I-24 on your way to Nashville on your way to work. Praying, you will find yourself praying when frying your eggs and flipping your sausage and stirring your grits, all because your relationship and your desire to spend time with God. Can I get a witness here? And 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 and, and as if we needed more incentive for spending time with God, Matthew 11:9 and 10 tells us to ask. Hallelujah and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened unto you. God wants to deal with things in your life And all you got to do is just ask. Uh, You have not because you ask not. This does not mean that every prayer is answered as we want. But rather, if we persist in prayer, our prayer will eventually be answered according to God's best for us. Ah, my brothers and sisters, and finally, as I prepare to go to my seat, I want to tell you to be persistent in prayer. God does not have to listen to you. Prayer is not telling God what to do. Prayer is not giving God information. Neither you nor I can inform God. There's nothing that God cannot know. God already knows our struggles but he wants us to line up our struggles with his plan. Amen. Hold it right there. Hold it. Uh Hold it. Hold it. (laughs) Have mercy. Woo. Luke 11, 5 and 8 speaks about a man (laughs) who is about to have a friend visit him at midnight. Unexpectedly. As if was custom in the Jewish tradition, Jews were known for their hospitality. The host does not want a friend to come to him and come to his house and not offer him something to eat. The host wants to set before the guest a meal, but he does not have anything in his house. He has not been to the grocery store yet. It's late at night and the market is closed. So he goes next door to a friend's house and he knows that this friend has gone to Piggly Wiggly for groceries and the pick five. Y'all, y'all gonna pray with me? Y'all remember when we could go next door and borrow a cup of sugar or or, or a bottle of milk when we were out and we needed that? Amen, amen, and we we didn't mind going over to our neighbors then, but today (laughs) it's different times. Amen. Amen. We aren't that close to our neighbors. We live right next door and don't even know their name. Hallelujah. But back then, uh, uh, we had fellowship with our neighbors. Not just the one to your left or to your right. We had one down the street. Amen. That's, that's where our child used to go play. Down the street. Amen. That's why you told them be back home before the before the lights came on, Amen, amen, But today is a different time, amen, amen, amen. The neighbor has everything the host needs in his house. So, so the host knocks on the door and says, friend, I have someone dropping by my house. I know it's late, and it's not the best time to knock on your door. But I need some bread to set before the guest. The friend doesn't even open the door. He speaks to the host from the other side of the door rather angrily because he woke him up. And then he says, man, get away from my door. It's late. And my children and I are asleep and in bed. The door is locked. Come back tomorrow. But the host has somebody in his house unexpectedly at midnight, and he needs some bread. The friend says, again, go away. But the man needs some bread. The friend says, get away from my house. But the man needs some bread. He knows that there's bread in that house. As a close, we need to know the effectiveness that prayer, we need to know that the effective prayer requires steadfast dependence. Verse 8 says, yet because the host's importunity, that means persistence, y'all, the friend awakens gets up, and not only gives him, gives the host some bread, but he also gives him as many as he needs. How many of you know that if you persist in prayer? How many of you know that if you are insistent in prayer? How many of you ever been to a point in your life where you just absolutely needed God to come through for you, and you can stand flat-footed before the throne of grace and say, Lord, I know you got it. And I'm going to stay right here until you give it to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can go boldly to the throne of grace. Y'all don't, know, y'all don't remember people praying like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prayer. Yeah, yeah. Prayer. God sometimes will make us wait. Uh-huh, need drives us to prayer. Anybody ever needed something that didn't know where it was going to come from? You've done all that you can do. And when you've done all that you can do, then you go to what? The Lord in prayer. Uh, sometimes God will make us wait. But the Bible has some good news about those who wait. I need some Bible readers here. They that wait... Upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. I know you've got it, and I know you got it, and I ain't going nowhere until you give me what I need. Y'all remember Jacob's prayer. Yeah, Jacob, Jacob prayed like this. Y'all remember Jacob wrestled with the angel all night long until the breaking of the day. And the angel said, turn me loose. Let me go to the, uh, for the day is breaking. Jacob said, I ain't letting you go. I ain't turning you loose until you bless me. Have you ever prayed like that? That kind of prayer. Is bold. You got to be bold to pray like that. That kind of praying is bold. You got to stay bold in your prayer. Amen. Amen. The Bible says you can come boldly before the throne of grace. Hallelujah. When you pray and pray often enough, God will recognize your voice. Amen. If you don't talk to the Lord, he does not recognize your voice. Uh, but if you are consistent and insistent in your prayer life with God, God will know your voice and he will answer your prayer. Hallelujah. You are my father and I am your child. You answered me in past time. And again, I'm coming Asking and seeking. I'm also knocking because I need you right now. Lord, I need you to come see about me. Any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. That's why I keep coming to church, because I've got to tell the Lord, thank you. I'm going to praise him when I'm up. I'm going to praise him when I'm down I'm gonna praise him when I've got money in my pocket I'm gonna praise him when I'm down to my last dime I'll praise him when I feel good I'll praise him when I can't even turn myself over thank you for what you've already done thank you for hearing my plea and answering my prayer I tell you today you ought to stop now it's praying time can't nobody do me like Jesus can't nobody do me like the Lord he walks with me he talks with me <laughs> he tells me I am his own and the joy and the joy the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known what a friend (laughs) we have in jesus all our sins and griefs to bear all because we do not carry everything to god in prayer it makes no difference What the problem? I can go to God in prayer. Yes, I have this blessed assurance. I can go to God in prayer. He will take my gloom and sorrow and turn it in to everlasting joy. I can call him when I need him. Father, Father, up in heaven, I can go to God in prayer. Won't he do it? Have you tried him? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, He walks with me, He talks with me, He tells me I am His own, and the joy, this joy, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world ain't take it away, stop now, it's praying time. Stop now! It's praying time. Stop now! It's praying time.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Hallelujah! Oh. Thank you, Jesus, for all you've done for me. Ooh, my soul cries out, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Hallelujah it's praying time it's praying time it's praying time look at our situation hallelujah many got comfortable and thought we were beyond this pandemic Look at us now. The vaccine came. We prayed for that. Hallelujah. But then we stopped praying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We stopped praying. And now we got a new problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of us that are vaccinated, we got comfortable. Amen, amen. We thought we were all right. But if you've been watching the news, the hospitals are full again. Amen. And now, now we're dealing with a problem that, that nobody even considered. Now our children are getting sick. And those that are under 12 can't even take the vaccine. How do we combat life's situations? As I said in the message, prayer is the way we fight our battles. And if if you don't know, the battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. I'm trying to stop y'all. I'm trying. I'm trying. I know I know we got to go. I know we got to go. But I remember, hallelujah, in the word when Jehoshaphat, <laughs> when God sent a man named Jehazel, amen, as a multitude was coming a bit against Jehoshaphat and his nation. There was a whole lot of armies that were coming to kill them. And God, won't he do it? He'll send just what you need. And Jehoshaphat tells them to go on to battle. Go on, f- go on toward the battle. But, hallelujah, you don't have to fight this battle. Say, <laughs> uh, so when you get there, the battle will already be over. And Jehoshaphat appoints the choir. That's why y'all gotta keep singing. Y'all gotta keep singing. That's why he appoints a choir to go out before them, singing as they head into battle. And then when they got to the battlefield, the enemy had slaughtered each other, and they had no need to fight. Won't he fight your battles? Won't he fight your battles? Won't he do it? Hallelujah. And the Bible records that once they got to the battlefield, they went down among the dead and gathered the spoils. For those of you who don't know, the spoils, that is the richest, hallelujah, that was among them. So much so, they were gathering spoils for three days. <laughs> hallelujah. God will fight for you. If only you would trust him and have a serious and committed prayer life. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. For the great things he has done. Hey. Yeah.